You could be the least creative, worst photographer ever to walk this planet, but if you have really good business skills, you can still be successful. I'm a big believer in not relying on Facebook ads to book out my schedule. I don't teach Facebook ads or ads in general, to be honest, to my photographers in order to keep their schedule booked. Instead, I teach and I use this strategy myself, a well-rounded marketing plan that keeps your schedule full of clients who want to spend what you want to make. I'm Tracy Lynn, a boudoir photographer and business coach, and I'm obsessed with helping photographers out of their ruts, sticking points, and holdups, and helping them find their way to the business of their dreams. Back in 2016, I left my job as an overworked dental hygienist and built a seven-figure boudoir business working just 30 hours a month. Every week we chat about photography, pricing, marketing, and all things business. Join me as we uncover your path to sustainable success so you can find more fulfillment in a balanced life, all with a camera in your hand. This is the Sustainable Freedom with Photography podcast. Welcome back, guys. I'm so excited you're tuning into this episode because this is my all-time favorite topic, how to book photography clients without using Facebook ads. I'm a big believer in not paying to find clients. There, I said it. Why would you want to pay for something that you can attract for free? I prefer free organic leads, and what I mean by that is leads that come in from places like Google, your blog, signing up for your email list, referral from other clients, referrals from other businesses, word of mouth, seeing you in the right places at the right time, on social media, and everywhere else. There are so many avenues to free organic leads, and so many photographers don't pay attention to them. And it's understandable because when you think advertising, you probably think, well, I need to pay to play, right? I want you to know that it is absolutely not the case. You can absolutely get these free organic leads. And the way we do that is by really investing our time and money into things that will work for the long term. And I am all about long term sustainability. I see so many photographers and other business owners using Facebook ads, some to the point where they literally rely on those ads to keep their schedule full. Let me give you just one example. I have a coaching client. She's a boudoir photographer. She was spending $35,000 a year on Facebook ads alone. She literally paid Facebook more than she paid herself. And I use the word literally correctly there because I'm not exaggerating. And she isn't alone. There are a ton of photographers out there doing this exact same thing. I'm sure a lot of you have been on Facebook and in those groups and you see those people that are the photographers that are talking about these huge money goals that they're meeting all the time. I would say the majority of those are running Facebook ads that are so crazy high that you wouldn't even imagine it. And that's okay. If that's what works for them, that's awesome. But we don't all have to do that. What's more important is the profit margin that you're getting in your own photography business. That's what's going to make sure that you hit your your actual salary goals. Another podcast episode for another time though, we'll get into that at some point. The thing about Facebook ads or ads in general is that it kind of leaves you in the hustle lifestyle. You always have to have ads running in order to book more clients and as soon as you turn them off, the booking stop. And I'm not sure if you've experienced this yet or not, but Facebook clients are always looking for a deal. As soon as you tell them the typical investment, they ghost you or they're unhappy if they've already booked the session. It's just, it's not fun and they're not typically fun 
to actually photograph anyway, because you're just always worried about the making sure that they're happy with the investment because that's what they're worried about. And as I'm sure that you can hear in my voice, I'm a big believer in not relying on Facebook ads to book out my schedule. I don't teach Facebook ads or ads in general, to be honest, to my photographers in order to keep their schedule booked. Instead, I teach and I use this strategy myself, a well-rounded marketing plan that keeps your schedule full of clients who want to spend what you want to make and who are actually fun to work with. I'm about to tell you all about this well-rounded marketing plan and what it includes. But before we dive in, I want to let you in on a little secret. And this is really important, so make sure you listen up. You can be the least creative, worst photographer ever to walk this planet, but if you have really good business skills, you can still be successful. I've seen some incredible photographers not make it in this industry, and I've seen some mediocre photographers kill it. Your photography skill has nothing to do with your success. Your success has everything to do with your business skill. Now, let's actually talk about what this marketing plan looks like. In this episode, I'm going to give you actual action steps to take in your business, and if you take the time to actually implement them, I promise that you will see results. Let's talk about number one, which is marketing with other business owners. I love this specific marketing strategy because it is so effective. And I know that I talked about this in the first episode. I'm going to talk about it in the next few. But it is just my favorite type of marketing strategy because it works. And by the way, this is also known as influencer marketing. But instead of using influencers, I personally prefer to use business owners. So long story short, you want to build a relationship with other businesses who already serve your ideal client. Because clients already trust the business owner who's referring them, they are going to trust the referral to your business more easily. Let me tell you a quick story about how this worked in my boudoir business when I first moved to St. Louis. I met Jillian Hughes back in 2017. I offered to photograph her at no charge for one reason I wanted to practice, but the other reason was because she had a business full of my absolute ideal clients. I personally love photographing women who are nurses or teachers and they're either brides or just want to celebrate the fact that they achieved a fitness goal or just a goal in general that they've been working towards. And that's exactly who her clients are. Anyway, after our shoot, we built a relationship, created a special offer, and since the very first shoot, she sends me 10 or more clients every single year without fail. I'm also a client of hers as well, and you can check her out at STL underscore momshell on Instagram if you ever need an amazing fitness coach. She is awesome, so extremely supportive, and she's definitely, like, I just work with her virtually, and she has changed the way my body looks. I may not have lost weight, but I've definitely gained muscle and toned up. Um, I just, I can't say enough about her. Not an ad. I just love her so much. So imagine if you found just 10 of these businesses to refer to you every single year. And if you nurtured those relationships, you could easily book out your schedule on this type of marketing alone. And I know that 10 new businesses, that sounds like a lot, but just think of of it as like 10 new friends that you get to also build business relationships with. It's so like, I can't say enough good about how awesome this 
type of marketing plan is. So here's your first action step. Make a list of businesses where your ideal client frequents. Begin building a relationship with that business owner. And this will take some research, but it is so worth the work. And number two, create a client referral program to bring in more clients that you love. I'm sure you already know this, but client referrals are the best and cheapest form of marketing. Why? Because your client already knows, likes, and trusts you, which means that they're going to be happy to refer their friends. Think about it. If you love a product or you love a service that someone offers, you tell all of your friends about it who you also think would probably love it as well, right? I know as soon as I purchase something and fall in love with it, every one of my friends knows about the thing as soon as I can. I mean, the ones that I know would take advantage of it. So for example, I found these little acne patches and oh my gosh, they're so awesome. They're called Mighty Patches, by the way. I am not an affiliate, although I would love to be, but I've told six people about how well they work and all of those girls, they bought some because I recommended it. And they came back to tell me how awesome they are. And I am 100% serious. I struggle with acne already. And they are so awesome and so satisfying. You should try them. You can get them at Target or Ulta or Amazon. They're awesome. So go try them. But it's just like that. This applies to photography as well. But here's the thing that most photographers forget. You actually have to ask for the referral and reward them with some sort of referral program. As much as photography clients love your art, love what you create, the excitement wears off a little bit by the time you've actually delivered the order, and here's why. No matter how fast you are, the time from the session day to the client receiving their prints and digitals, it's not instant. It doesn't matter if it's four days later, it's still not instant. So the excitement, it's still there, but it's not as exciting as that initial day. Our process, it just takes some time. So you have to actually remind the client that you would love to work with more clients just like them, kind of butter them up, you know, but not everyone is looking for a photographer at the same time. So like my acne patches, they're cheaper, they're little, they are something that every girl needs probably at least monthly, if not more often. So it's different with photography, photographer, like photography clients are not looking for a photographer all the time. It's more like a yearly thing or even every other year or less often, to be honest. Yes, they will refer you when and if their friends ask, but they're not just out there telling everyone about you unless someone asks. But all that being said, last year during a small workshop that I hosted, I ran a challenge. One of the challenges were that it was for photographers to actually reach out to past clients and ask for referrals. Just in doing this one thing, sending a quick email, one of my photographers booked six sessions. If you have a $1,500 sales average, that's an extra $9,000 by simply reaching out to past clients who already know and love you. And that's worth it, right? So here's your next action step for number two. Make a list of three ideal clients you've previously photographed, reach out, and ask for a specific number of referrals. You can go as far as having them introduce you to the clients. Offer your client an incentive for every client that they book. This could be a cash value, a credit towards their next session, a gift card to their favorite restaurant, whatever feels most aligned to you. But quick tip, once the new client books, then you send the incentive, not before. <laughs> I've made that mistake before. I promise it has to be booked and paid in full. Let's talk about number three, and that is to invest in a high converting website. 
Now, you don't have to go book a new web designer right now, although if you do, reach out to Natalie McGuire Designs. She's designed both of my websites and there is not a better designer out there. One of my friends, um, Andrea Murphy, who is going to be on the podcast soon, hopefully, she actually used Natalie and she said the, the bookings are just coming in left and right now. But you don't have to invest in a web designer immediately. You can also go the template route. And in that case, I, of course, have another recommendation. In our media has designed a template exclusive to my clients. To get access, just DM me on Instagram at it's Tracy Lynn and let's chat. A mistake photographers make is thinking that their website is just a business card, a place to send potential clients to show them your portfolio. But I can't say this enough, your website is so much more than a business card. By definition, a high converting website leads visitors from the most important element to the second most important to the third and so on. A low converting website, on the other hand, that leaves visitors to fend for themselves. Your website should have the end goal in mind of the client booking the session. What do they need to know in order for that to happen? Do they need to land on the home page, then learn about the experience, then look through the investment page? But what if they don't book a session? What do you want them to do instead? Do you want them to sign up for your email list, follow you on Instagram, join your private Facebook group? Back when I first built my photography business in St. Louis, I had a hard to navigate website with so many pages that it wasn't obvious where I wanted my website visitors to go next. It was basically a website with really pretty pictures on it, so a business card. I really wish I had a screenshot of what it used to look like, but I'm way too embarrassed to actually keep evidence of that. Um, So when I hired Natalie to redesign it, I done away with that and have never looked back. So anyway, the work I had to do in order to get a client to book was unreal. I was definitely not growing my email list and the bounce rate was pathetic because they didn't even know how to book a session or where to contact me to ask me how to book. That's how bad it was. So here's your action step. Log into your Google Analytics and really analyze your website traffic. When when you think about your website, are your visitors taking the steps that you want them to take? Or are they landing on your website, getting confused and jumping off quickly? What do you think needs to happen in order for them to take the action steps that you want them to take? Number four is to implement search engine optimization for your website. SEO or search engine optimization is how Google actually finds you. Without website traffic, it doesn't matter how high converting your website is, you still won't be able to book photography clients. SEO is something that even though many photographers know and understand that it is important, they just don't want to invest in it for a few reasons. For one thing, it can be pricey. That's just all there is to it. It's something a lot of business owners don't know or understand, so we can't really do it ourselves, but it's expensive, so instead we just put it off. It's also very time-consuming. The experts who put the work in to learn this extremely important skill deserve to be paid because it does take a lot of time to learn and implement. And number two, there are many options for, quote, SEO experts, and they aren't created equal. So how do you choose who to hire? My suggestion here, by the way, is to hire a photography SEO specialist. 
not someone who specializes in SEO for regular local businesses. I've seen the best results come from SEO experts who specialize in SEO specifically for photographers, and there's a big difference. The third thing is, with SEO, you don't get instant gratification with fast results. You won't see the ROI as soon as you invest, so many photographers just put it off. And then they put it off and they put it off until there's literally, it's been years and they've gone without it for so long, so what's a few more years? <laughs> and that means that they continue to hustle to find clients and book clients or they will eventually have to invest in those Facebook ads. And I mean, that's why you're here listening to this episode. You're trying to avoid running Facebook ads and relying on them to book out your schedule. So there are courses out there that teach you how to DIY your SEO. And if you have the time and you want to go that route instead, that's great. It's such an important skill to learn so that as you update your website, you can be confident you aren't breaking the SEO that you paid for. In my TLC photography marketing course, I have an overview of exactly what needs to be filled in, but it's not quite as in-depth as some of the courses out there that I've seen. So here's your action step for this. This one is a bit harder because if you don't actually know how to do your search engine optimization, well, you really just can't do it. So what I'm recommending instead is to research what SEO is so that you understand why you need it and you will also know who to look for when you're ready to hire. Another action step, if you don't already have it set up, is to set up your Google Analytics and your Google Search Console so that it is ready when you are ready to hire this out or do it yourself. And number five, start an email list. Email marketing is very underutilized in the photography industry. So with an average ROI of $38 to every dollar spent, it far surpasses the average Facebook ad ROI of $4 to every $1 spent. And yet photographers still prefer Facebook ads over email lists. And this is because it takes work upfront. The results are worth it. Let me tell you why. I began my email list back in 2017 with only my past clients on the list. It was a slow start, but now I have just over 3,000, that's as of early 2022, on my boudoir email list. And this list is how I sell out my two annual sales each year in less than 24 hours. And by the way, annual sales are much different than flash sales. I have an episode planned out on exactly why coming soon. Typically, within 24 hours of opening the sale, I've sold out my limited sales sessions. Here's an important tip though. You wanna make sure that you aren't selling to the list all year. That's a good way to get unsubscribes. Instead, you're nurturing them, giving them tips and tricks to make sure their session with you is amazing. And this works because it gives them all the information they need to know in order to book the session without needing to actually do a consultation with you over the phone, in person, or on Zoom. We all hate those things. I know, I know that I personally absolutely dread them. And that's why I do everything that I can to avoid them. Another important tip in your email list, as often as you can, send them back to your blog or your website. The more time they spend on your website and blog, the more likely they are to book a session, especially if your website is built to be high converting, as we discussed a few minutes ago. So how do you actually get them on your email list? I personally recommend a freebie in the form of a session guide with a welcome sequence. But we all get enough spam emails, so no one is going to really just hand over their email address without some sort of incentive. A dollar amount off of their session fee is typically the best incentive. So do you feel comfortable offering $25, $50, or even $100 knowing that with a good email list and the nurture sequence, these leads will likely turn into clients? I know I'm personally okay losing a small amount of money to make $2,500 
which is my sales average. So here's your action step. Outline a freebie and incentive that you're comfortable offering in exchange for an email address. Then get to work. It does take some time to create this freebie and email sequence, so be sure to give yourself the time and space to work on it. I want you guys to really understand and know that Facebook ads are not the end all be all to advertising. The five marketing strategies that I outlined today can actually be used in any industry in order to attract the right clients with free organic leads. So let's review them real quick. Number one, build relationships with other businesses who already serve your ideal client. Because clients already trust the other business, they will trust the referral to your business. Number two, create a client referral program to bring in more clients that you love. Client referrals are the best and cheapest form of marketing. Your clients already know, like, and trust you, so they will be happy to refer you their friends. But you have to remember to actually ask for the referral and reward them with some sort of referral program. Number three, invest in a high converting website. It can be a designer or a template. Your website is so much more than a business card, so make sure your website reflects this. When a potential client lands on your site, they should be taken on a journey to go from browser to buyer as quickly as possible. Number four, optimize your SEO or search engine optimization, which is how Google finds you. Without traffic, it doesn't matter how high converting your website is, you still won't be able to book photography clients. Number five, start an email list because it's never too late. It does take a bit of work up front, but the results are so worth it. I hope this episode helps you understand that there are ways to find and book the right clients without Facebook ads. I promise that these strategies work because I've used them for the past seven years and I still use them to this day in my own boudoir photography studio. And my current photography coaching clients are using them in their own businesses as well. All right, guys, I know that was a lot and I totally understand if you missed some of it or if you were driving and you didn't have time to actually take notes. So I've created a downloadable PDF of this strategy and I've linked it in the show notes. And by the way, I would love to connect with you on Instagram. You can find me at it's Tracy Lynn and don't be scared to reach out either. I'm always in my DMs. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Sustainable Freedom with Photography podcast. If you loved it, be sure to rate and follow so that you never miss an episode. They drop every Monday and I can't wait for you to tune in next time. Until then, have an awesome week.